Ten Hag's first transfer window as Manchester United manager has been far from smooth sailing. Ronaldo wants out, the young is not interested, and the hunt for Anthony seems to be over. Fabricio Romano joins me to discuss the latest out of Old Trafford. Que golazo begins right now. I am back. Fabrizio, I'm back, baby. I'm finally. back. They, they can't get rid of me, Fat. They can't finally, get rid of finally, me. Finally, finally. Welcome back. We missed you. Hey, well, I missed you too. But I tell you what, though, I was looking at some of the numbers that uh, some of your episodes were pulling on YouTube and the interest and the engagement. They don't need me, Fabrizio. I feel I feel <laughs> terrible, man. JJ was doing a great job. I thought he was good. Was he not? He was pretty good, oh, right? Very good. Very good. Very good. But you are the man here. So <laughs> we can just try, but you are the man. <laughs> Fabrizio, you're too kind, brother. And thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Today's episode is about Manchester United. Fabrizio Romano, a very busy man all over the summer transfer window, of course. And by the way, today's Kegolasso episode is presented by Gillette Clear Gel Antiperspirant. And for those who don't like to sweat, the choice is clear. Gillette is your ticket to all-day freshness. Gillette, the best a man can get. And by the way, nominate Keo Lasso for the Best Sports Podcast category in the People's Choice Podcast Awards. It only takes 60 seconds. Go to the link in the description, or if you're watching on YouTube, scan the QR code in the top corner, then toggle down to the sports category and select Keo Lasso. All right, let's get on with the show. Fabrizio Romano, before I begin, I wanted to just, you know, we're doing a few of these episodes, but, you know, you're such a busy man and we all love you for it. You're such a hustler. How have you found this summer transfer window so far? It's not over. It's not even August. But how have you found it so far as opposed to last summer, which was crazy in itself, right? Obviously, uh, you know, messy and all that stuff. But how have you found this one in comparison to the last one that just went? This one is a bit different because last summer we had incredible surprises, no? Like uh, Messi, Ronaldo and this kind of situation. This summer is about uh, the sagas, really strange sagas and long sagas, transfers that are taking two months. Uh, in some cases, also more than this because Conde has been incredible, Frankie de Jong, we are still there. And many others, Ronaldo is something we are discussing since four weeks or something like that. So everything is really complicated. Important transfers are there. We know the club, we know the player involved, but the timing is really, really different compared to last summer. Also, Rafinha has been a crazy saga. Lewandowski, they're negotiating since April and now was finally completed. So really long, long negotiations. And this is why it's not easy, because when you have long negotiations, it means you have problems. And where you have problems, there are clubs ready to hijack the deals. And so it's really complicated, but we love it. <laughs> we love it, my friend, and we love you for covering it with us, of course. I see it a lot like the airline industry recovering from COVID. Everything is just like going so insane and so much business needs to be done. Um, many clubs, including, of course, Manchester United, which we'll talk about today, have to do a lot of business because they're finally realizing that we have to restructure a lot as we come back to a healthier footballing world, I guess. And Fabrizio Romano, you've been all over it, as I mentioned. Uh, and by the way, uh, thank you, everybody, for being part of this. Finally, so throw in the questions. It's going to be Manchester United. And at the very bottom, hopefully, we'll ask some other questions. I know Villa fans. Don't worry. I got my very own to think about. In fact, let's talk about this straight away because this episode is presented by Gillette. Clear Gel. And the choice is clear, uh, presented by G Gillette Clear Gel. So we're going to do this, first of all, uh, before about the players that Manchester United already have. The, the choice is clear 
Frankie de Jong. Barcelona, clearly for them, the choice is clear. They're listening. They're happy to offload him. The choice is clear for Eric Ten Hag. He wants to reunite with uh, Frankie de Jong and Manchester United, who see him as a vital part of what they already want to do in 2022-2023. The choice may not be clear for Frankie de Jong himself, though. What's the latest regarding the Dutch midfielder? Yes, it's not so clear on player side because on club side everything is ready. Uh, a part of the public statements of Laporta, of people in football, is normal to say things and then behind the scenes other things are happening. It's absolutely normal. It's not just with Barcelona and Man United. We saw these kind of situations many times. But behind the scenes, Man United and Barcelona have an agreement almost ready for Frankie de Jong. It's always the same, 75 million euros guaranteed plus 10 in the don'ts. So everything is ready between clubs. But Frankie, as of today, has still not changed his mind. And I told him this message to the club, uh, to Xavi, to Laporta, has always been very clear. He wants to stay at Barcelona. Uh, and so at the moment, we can just wait and see if it will change uh, because of Barcelona's stance or maybe because Man United will push again and try again until the end, as I expect them to do, because they really want Frankie. So they will insist again. But at the same point, as of now, Frankie wants to continue at Barcelona. Uh, he loves the club. Uh, he has a clear situation with Barca where he doesn't want to take any salary cut. He wants to keep the same contract and stay at Barcelona and show his skills at Barcelona. Uh, I think it's about the manager, good relationship with Xavi. It's about the city. He loves Barcelona as a city. He loves the club, the history of the club. And so this Dutch history of Barcelona has always been great. But also now Barca have one of the best teams in the world, I would say, after signing Lewandowski, Rafinha, Koundé, Kessi, Christensen, and it's not over yet. I think it's normal for a player to say, maybe after spending difficult years at Barcelona, because Frankie was part of a difficult moment of Barca history, now to have this kind of team and saying, OK, I have to leave right now, maybe doesn't seem the best solution to him. And this is why, at the moment, Frankie wants to stay at Barca. So we keep waiting, but as of now, nothing has changed from a footballing perspective, as you said, the choice is clear, I feel, from Fr Frankie de Jong. He, why would he want to leave? As you mentioned, Xavi, uh, one of the greatest midfielders the game has ever seen. He can continue to learn under him. You mentioned after going through such a rough time with Barcelona, now he's seen Lewandowski come in. Uh, Rafinha, Ferran Torres will surely get better now so he gets his first full season. We've got Dembélé looking so good. So he wants to be part of this project. My question is, though, from a financial perspective, I'm imagining also there's some unfinished business for Frankie de Jong in Barcelona. He wants to make sure as well that he's taken care of. After all, he has his own personal well-being and a family to think about. Would that be also a big factor as well? Yes, of course. I always see this salary story around and it's true that it's one of the factors. But I want to clarify that it's not the only one. So uh, it seems that he's just waiting to receive his money and leave the club. It's not like that. From what I'm told, it's one of the factors. Of course, he wants his money and I think it's absolutely normal. But at the same point, uh, he still wants to stay at Barcelona. So I'm told that he's not just waiting for the salary. It's, it's just his own idea to, to stay at Barca, to clarify the financial situation. Of course, one of the points, the really important points, and this is why my United are still insisting, is that Barca will need to sell some player now. Uh, after signing so many stars, they will need to, to accept some departures. And with Frankie, it would be important because, as we always mention, his salary this new season will be really huge, one of the highest in the, in the, in the team. And so it's going to be really complicated for Barca to manage the situation with Frankie de Jong. And so this is why, for them, it's important to propose a salary cut. But Frankie, at the moment, and his agents have no intention to accept. So let's see if Frankie will decide to accept the salary cut, if, if Barca will find another solution by selling other players, if May United will decide to give up in the coming weeks or not. There are many factors involved, but as of today, everything is still at the same point.
All right, so let's finish up with the choices clear presented by Gillette Clear Gel. Uh, a question from Salu Salas Mansare. Thank you so much, Salu, for being part of the show. Fab, do you personally, operative word there, Fabrizio Romano, personally think that Frankie the Young will join Manchester United? I really don't know, but this is not kind of question I can answer because, you know, I, I love facts and not opinions. And for me, and to give an opinion means nothing because the player himself really doesn't know at the moment what's going mm. to happen. He wants to stay, but he doesn't know where he will be on the 1st of September. So I, can, I can't know more than the player. So I think that's feeling... an answer in itself, Fabrizio. The fact that <laughs> yes, you don't know shows just how conflicted <laughs> Frankie de Jong is, right? Yes, I think it's normal. He wants to stay, but he also knows that the club needs a solution and Man United will push until the end. So the situation is absolutely open. The feeling I have is that Man United are not giving up. So they know that Frankie wants to stay, but they're not giving up. And it means that they feel that they can have a chance until the end. But we will see. That's the right question. Are Manchester United still pursuing this? If the answer is yes, then there is still a possibility for either scenario to happen. And that was the choice is clear presented by Gillette. Clear gel. Let's stick with Manchester United here, Fabrizio Romano. And let's, of course, talk about, you know, the biggest star of them all, Cristiano Ronaldo. He did post something on his social channels regarding how, you know, the media says one thing. They don't know what they're talking about, et cetera, et cetera. But we do know that he wants to leave. He wants Champions League football. He's reaching the end of his career. And we do know as well that some clubs have been offered and yet rejected him as well. This is no longer a world of football, Fabrizio Romano, where Ronaldo and Jorge Mendes can really dictate a lot because so many clubs have different philosophies. What say you? What is the latest with the Portuguese star, the 37-year-old Portuguese star? Yes, for sure it's not an easy situation because they were hoping uh, to, to resolve the situation within July and now I think it's going to be impossible. So we have to wait for some days and understand what's going to happen in, in August. But uh, as you mentioned, many clubs already said no. I saw some questions from our friends in the chat asking again about Chelsea. But as of now, guys, I'm told that Thomas Tuchel is still in the same position. He doesn't want Cristiano Ronaldo as of today. Then if he, if he will change his mind in the next weeks, we will see. But as of today, it's a no from, from Thomas Tuchel. Uh, on Bayer's side, they've been tempted internally. But uh, also, as Oliver Kahn stated many times, and also Saliamizi, Julian Nagelsmann, they decided not to go for Cristiano because of the philosophy of the club. So also in this case, I'm sure that Jorge Mendes will push again with Bayern, with Atletico Madrid. Atletico president said it's invented, we are not going for Cristiano. And today, during the presentation of uh, Nahuel Molina, he said it's our last signing, we are not going for any other player. I want to be clear on that. So they are denying and denying and denying. But we have to remember that Jorge Mendes last summer, while Juventus with Pavel Nedved, the vice president of Juventus, and Massimiliano Allegri, the manager, said many, many times, I still remember because... Uh, I'm working here in Italy and I remember how Juventus were stating in public many and many times, Cristiano is staying, Cristiano is part of our project in July, in June, in August. And then 48 hours before the end of the of the window, he joined Man United and it was a surprising move. So Jorge Mendes will try until the end. With all these clubs I mentioned, with Atletico Madrid, with Bayern and with other potential solutions. I see many questions about Sporting. It's a dream for Sporting to have Cristiano. But at the moment, I feel this is like kind of emergency solution for Cristiano Ronaldo. Not something that he's considering right now because he wants to try and try again with the other clubs. And then we will see. Then we will see because Cristiano is really ready to leave. He wants to go. He's been really clear with, uh, with Eric Ten Hag. The conversation was the same. May United want to keep him, but the player wants to go. And so Jorge Mendes is on it. But again, as you mentioned, it's not going to be easy. It's not an easy window for Cristiano, but Mendes many times did some miracles for his clients. And so let's see. 
Okay, let me play something for you here. Let me play this uh, hypothetical, Fabrizio Romano, because he doesn't want to stay. He wants Champions League football. Eric Den Haag says he wants him and he wants to work with him, that surely at some point something's got to give. So Manchester United could maybe think about a loan option, right, for the next year, and, and maybe somebody can do something there. Because the other one I was thinking about, I wonder what you're thinking about this, is Anthony is, is part of a, a major conversation these days, right, the Brazilian winger from Ajax, is there any chance you think that Ajax could listen to some kind of swap deal with some no. money involved? Then, no. then what is going to happen then? I need because if if Ronaldo wants to go and United, you know, are saying we need to figure this out for us as well financially, and many clubs are already saying, look, it's not going to work for us philosophically just because of the way that and financially per Atlético de Madrid. Where can he go, and how can this happen? I think the only way is with Jorge Mendes to change the situation and to change the uh, mind of some people into these clubs. It's the only way. Uh, or to go back to sporting, to accept sporting and, and decide to idea. do something yeah. surprising. This is, these are the only ways because at the moment there is nothing for any swap deal with Ajax. Uh, and also about this loan story, I think is more than difficult. I don't see Manchester United extending the contract of Cristiano Ronaldo. Imagine the official statement. We are extending the contract of Cristiano Ronaldo, not a normal player. It's Cristiano Ronaldo and then you send him on loan. It's something that is not for top players, let me it's say. Unbelievable. It. So I think it be, it's for good talents, for players with 19 years old, 20, but not for Cristiano Ronaldo, one of the best of the history. So I think it's not, uh, it's not, this is not a solution from what I'm told. They're not discussing about the loan possibility, but they're discussing to, 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 find, the, to find the proposal because my United say, if you want to go, bring a proposal. We're waiting to understand if you really have some proposals, but we want to keep you. You are not for sale. So it's really complicated situation, really, because Eric Ten Hag really trusts Cristiano Ronaldo. He told him many times, also during the meetings, that he's convinced that Cristiano can be great for Man United this season. But Cristiano is not happy, as we mentioned many times, not with Eric Ten Hag, but with the team. He's convinced that this season for Man United will be really, really, really difficult to fight to win some titles. Really complicated. Yeah, it's a, it's a really difficult situation just because Ronaldo wants one thing, Eric Ten Hag wants the other one. But ultimately, as you said, it's really up to Jorge Mendes and see if he can bring something to the table that Manchester United can agree on. All right, we're going to take a break, Fabrizio Romano and everybody. Thank you much. we got plenty more to discuss, including Anthony, which I just mentioned, and obviously Benjamin Sesco as well, uh, creating a lot of narratives as well. We'll talk about some last year of contracts for many players in Manchester United. Some final thoughts. I'll ask him about other situations in the transfer window, and that will be it. Taking a break here. Que golazo, Fab, Romano, LME. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Fabrizio Romano in the house. Que golazo, LME. Thank you so much for being part of the family. Hey, by the way, the soccer calendar knows no break, so it's always all systems go here on Que golazo. Staying on top of the global game is an all-day gig. Then there's the added stress of being a helplessly loyal fan who obsesses over every minor detail concerning my club. Throwing on top of that studio lights, the public speaking, the breaking news, it's a recipe for perspiration. Nah, not for yours truly. Fortunately for me, sweat and bad odors are two things I have not to worry about. Thanks to the long-lasting power of Gillette Clear Gel Anti-Perspirant, I can get on with my day, which mainly involves staying on top of the latest Aston Villa news and telling myself it's strictly for work purposes without breaking a sweat. Gillette Clear Gel Anti-Perspirant goes on with an anti-white mark formula and protects your nostrils from those nasty under-armpit smells while giving you 20, 72-hour sweat protection. If you want all-day freshness, the choice is clear. Gillette Clear Gel Antiperspirant is a tap-in. Get your Gillette Clear Gel Antiperspirant at a store near you. 
Fab Romano, I am angry. Do you know why I'm so angry, Fab? <laughs> do, you, do you know why I'm so mad? Because when I think about being Peruvian and World Cup qualifiers, and, <laughs> then I look, and then I look at Argentina, and then I look at Brazil, Gabriel Jesus, <laughs> Vinicius Jr., Roberto Firmino can't even get in the team. Neymar. <laughs> and then suddenly Rafinha. this kid, Rafinha, who now <laughs> plays for Barcelona. And then you have this kid called Anthony, who, by the way, half the world don't even know how good this kid is. He is so good. Plays for Ajax, but there's a lot of interest from Manchester United. What's the latest there? Strong interest. And it's still there because Manchester United love Anthony. And, of course, Eric Ten Hag is the man who is pushing for this transfer. But let me mention that May United were following Anthony even before the arrival of, of, uh, of Eric Ten Hag. So he's always been super appreciated by United. He's still one of the top names they have in the list. But they have no intention to pay 100 million euros, as we see around the rumors in this, these days. For May United, the price tag was around 60 million euros, with maybe with some add-ons to arrive around 65, 70, but not 100 million euros. I'm told that the price tag for Ajax has always been around 80, 85 million euros, maybe with some add-ons also in this case. So at the moment, there is a big gap, a big gap, a big gap between uh, IEX valuation and same for May United. So we will see what happens in the next days. For sure, the player with his agents is still pushing to find a solution because the player would love to join Premier League this summer. It's a dream of Anthony to join Premier League football. So the player and his agents are waiting to understand if IEX will open up and sell him. But we have also to respect Ajax and remember that they sold many and many players this summer because Onana left on a free, Mazraoui, Gravenberg, Haller and many others. Uh, of course, Lissandro to May United left the club and so they want to keep Anthony and they will fight to keep Anthony. So it's not going to be an easy one. Yeah, and they have every right to demand a record transfer sale for Anthony because like you said, of all those players that just left. And by the way, Ajax are a very good team. They normally don't bring, take a player out without knowing that there's going to be a player coming in as well. So we have to wait and see for that one. But there's no secret in how good he is. All right. What about uh, Fabrizio Romano? Let me ask you about Benjamin Sesco. What's the latest there? Because he's another name that's been popping up. Yes, and it's a concrete name. It's a name that May United are following. Uh, is a player that they are discussing internally and with his agent. So there have been some contacts in the last uh, in the last weeks, not just in the last days, but also in the last weeks to explore the situation. Is not an easy one also this one because on Sesco there are many clubs. For example, Newcastle inquired about him a few, few weeks ago also. Uh, so, of course, he's one of the best talents around and many clubs are interested. The real point is Salzburg because Salzburg's plan was to sell the player next summer and is still to sell the player in summer 2023. So maybe to have the chance to show again the skills of Sesco this, this uh, season and then to sell him in summer 2023. So May United will need a really important bid if they want to sign Sesco immediately or maybe to sign him now and loan him back to uh, to Salzburg. But I think that would not make a lot of sense for May United as they need a striker this summer. So let's see what they will decide. But they are in contact. There is still no bid. It's still not an advanced deal. But he's one of the names they have in the list. And I think it will be a really interesting one because this guy has a top quality. He's not just a very good in the, in the box, but he's a very good player also uh, outside the box, uh, working with the team, fighting for the team and with incredible skills. So really talented guy. Yeah, Ten Hag type of player, I think. Uh, absolutely. Yes. All right. So Manchester United, obviously, we're talking about a lot of players that they want. Obviously, hey, don't forget United fans. All right. Lisandro Martinez, Christian Eriksen. I mean, you know, these are very good acquisitions as well. But there's a lot of players, Sorizio Romano, on the last year of their contract as well. We've talked about Cristiano Ronaldo, but also David De Gea, Tom Heaton, the goalkeepers, Phil Jones, Luke Shaw, Fred, 
Marcus Rashford and Diogo Dalo. What's what's the latest with these situations? Are they worrying that a bit later after they figure out who's coming in? Is it uh, a, an emergent situation, especially for some key players that I just mentioned there? Or are they thinking about this? Are they putting this in the back burner? What's going on? No, there is something to clarify that many of these players are out of contract next summer, but with an option for May United to extend for another season. And it means that it helps the club to be relaxed on these situations. Then, of course, they will make decisions on some of these players before next summer. So, for example, Rashford uh, is a player that they want to keep. They want to discuss a new contract. So Rashford was waiting to understand who was the new manager. And now with Aiton Hag, the situation seems to be different. It was a difficult time for him at May United last season, but now seems to be different feeling. David De Gea is waiting to see how it will go in the next months with uh, Witten Hag, but he's another player who will have a chance to discuss a new deal. Luke Shaw is discussing a new deal with May United since long time, and now it will be time to, to decide if they want to extend or not, but they are in discussions since since long time. So they are already speaking to these players. Now for Ten Hag is moment to explore the possibilities and then to make decisions. Uh, then many of these players will leave the club. I think for Tom Eaton will be the case to, to, to leave, probably. Let's see what happens this season, but I think he will have chances to leave. Phil Jones the same. So Many of these players will be out of the project, but many others have this kind of clauses that are protecting the club. For example, Diogo Dalot is a player that I'm told that is super appreciated by Aiton Hag. He's doing great in the preseason. He's a real professional. He's a very good player. And I think he's perfect for Aiton Hag. So many clubs wanted him in January and also this summer exploring like Borussia Dortmund, Atletico Madrid. But it was not even a topic because Aiton Hag trusts Diogo Dalot as important player. So I think they can discuss a new contract with him in the next, uh, in the next months. Yeah, I was getting very angry about Brazilians. Here's another one. Alex Telles as well. What's the latest on him? We have a question regarding Alex Telles. Zombie, uh, Fab, any truth on Telles back to Porto? No, 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 no. It's not true. At the moment, they are not negotiating uh, Alex, um, Alex Telles and Porto and also May United and Porto. I think there will be some other opportunity in the next days. So we have to follow the situation because his agents are working to explore the market. Of course, now they have Luke Shaw and uh, Malasia arrived from Feyenoord. And so they need to, to find a solution for Alex Telles. But I think it's not going to be Porto. From what I'm told, other clubs are exploring this possibility and we will see what May United will decide about the salary because all the clubs inquiring about Alex Tejas want to pay not the full salary as it's a really big salary. So they will need to decide with United, but I think he will leave in August. And by the way, as we are talking, Fabrizio Romano, uh, closer reports now of Sir Alex Ferguson uh, being invited to become a way bigger voice once again uh, with the direction of Manchester United. Obviously, he was part of the Ronaldo chats as well, let me ask you something before we move on to, and if we have any other more questions about Manchester United, guys, ask them right now because we're going to move on in a second. But let me ask you about, we're doing our Premier League preview next week, uh, obviously with the team, and I'm still contemplating about who I want in my top four in the, at the end of the season in the Premier League. I have to tell you something because Villa played Manchester United in Australia last week in pouring rain. I have been very impressed with Eric Ten Hag's Manchester United so far. They look focused. They look hungry. Clearly, it's just the summer and it's just preseason. But there is a drive here, specifically from the renaissance of somebody like Anthony Martial. Jaden Sancho looks very good. Marcus Rashford as well. Eric Bailey's back to being fit. I mean, this is a squad that I think at this point, I'm right now I'm putting them in the top four. I don't know if I'll do that by the time we get to the previous. But what in terms of the business that they have been doing, what do you make of United so far and what they're doing under the project of Eric Ten Hag? I would say we are on the market. We are on a 6.5 as my personal rate because okay. I think we are not yet at the top level. I was expecting Frankie de Jong 
to join Man United earlier, honestly, in the window. So I think this is the real point. Let's see if they will get Frankie or not, but this is the real key for their for their market and then the striker because they always um, wanted the striker. We know it was part of the plan and it's still not there, but let's give them some time to, to find the right solutions. But I would say an eight or nine to Eric Tanak's work because you mentioned uh, his work in the, the first games, his uh, preseason games. Of course, uh, it was a very good one. But also, I'm told into the dressing room, the atmosphere is very good. Also, Cristiano Ronaldo uh, back in training with Manchester United. Of course, it's not an easy situation for him. But I'm told that people next to Cristiano had the feeling that Cristiano also was surprised with the atmosphere into the dressing room. A really positive one, a really good group. They're really focused on the work with Eric Tanak. So something has changed on the manager point of view, but of course he needs players now. He needs new players, at least two, three signings in August, and we will see how it will how it will go, but this is a really important point to, to sign new players. He needs players, but the work he's doing, I think is amazing, but I had no doubts, honestly, he's a top manager. Yeah, a top, top manager indeed. Hey, by the way, Zombie's asking another question here about uh, Eric Bailey, who I just mentioned. Go ahead, Zombie, what do you have for us? Des Norris is going to put it up. In a second, uh, Fab, any update on Eric Bailey? That's it, really. <laughs> yes, Roma want him. Roma want him. Jose Mourinho, now they're focused on Gini Vinaldum. So after signing Dybala, uh, their focus is on Vinaldum as next target. Uh, and then they will go for Bailey. He's a player they have in the list. Mourinho signed him for Manchester United. Well, he was his first signing for Manchester United. So very good connection with the player. But Roma want him on loan. So we have to see if Man United will accept a loan deal or not. This is the real, this is the real point. But it's something that will be discussed maybe next week or the following one because now the, the focus for Roma is to sign Vinaldum and they're doing a very good team. Fab, let me quickly ask you about Ronaldo and also the search for striker. Are they, are they, are they connected? Does it matter if Ronaldo stays? Do they not look for a striker? Or if he goes, is it dependent on his exit or staying? Or does it not matter? No, I think this is this is part of the of the discussion. It's part of the discussion yeah. because, for example, they will need if Cristiano stays, maybe they can sign a young striker who is maybe not so ready to be a starter, but just to create some competition in some in some games to Cristiano. An up and cover, uh, yeah, exactly. If Cristiano will go, it will be different. So. I think it it also depends on Cristiano, not only on Cristiano, but which kind of player they need depends on Cristiano Ronaldo. All right. Well, we're nearly done here. We're going to ask some questions outside. Uh, oh, well, no, here's one from Chris. Who are Manchester United's back options for the young? Any surprise names? Personally, I think Kimmich would be perfect. Thanks, Chris. What do you think, Fab? Good idea, but Kimmich is staying at Bayern. So at the moment for <laughs> Man United, it's, it's uh, plan A, B and C, still Frankie de Jong. So at the moment, this is a situation. Then we will see in August. I think at same point, they will need to consider some other other names. Uh, for example, this is just my feelings because there are names they always had in the list, like Ruben Neves, for example. They're not going to pay 100 million euros as Wolves asked a few weeks ago because there is something that United are yeah, not going to that's do. craziness. But, yes, but they like the player, so he could be one of the options. Or uh, Yuri Tillemans, for example, always been in, in Arsenal list, but still no bid from Arsenal and could be a possibility for United. But at the moment, they are still focused on Frankie so these are just ideas but nothing concrete yet all right well that was a lot of Manchester United chatter everybody you cannot complain so let's just quickly wrap this up with questions outside of United but staying in the Premier League let's go with Chelsea there's Norris I feel we have a Chelsea question Mula hey ask Fab if Chelsea are interested in Pau Torres well you're asking for yourself Mula Fab is Chelsea interested in Pau Torres it's one of the names that they discussed in May, imagine, when Pau Torres was already discussed also for Manchester United. He wants Premier League move. The player would love Premier League move, but at the moment, no negotiation with Villarreal. So we will see if they will decide to jump into it or not. But 
as we're speaking at the moment, there is nothing with uh, with Villarreal for Pau. But there is a list for Chelsea, though, Fab, because obviously they oh, lost yes, that on just sure. Kunde, right? Sure, right. sure, okay, sure. So but I think around. next week they will enter into serious negotiations for a new centre back. Okay, staying in the Premier League, Leeds United, by the way. Uh, Leeds news: anything on a striker or left back? Obviously, Rafinha's gone to. Barcelona and Calvin Phillips to Man City. They lost some key players, but Brendan Aronson is in there, of course, Tyler Adams. What's going on there? And obviously uh, Roca as well, who's a very good player. But anything on a striker or a left-back, Fab Domana? Huh, for the striker, now they need to find a solution because they wanted the Kettler, but this guy is going to, is going to Milan. And so uh, Calimo Endo of PSG is a player they love, but it's a rather complicated situation because Galtier is really happy with Calimo Endo. So we have to say what they will decide. But I see Leeds going for a striker in August. So we have to wait a bit. They're exploring options around Europe. But the striker will be one of the final signings, important signings for, for Leeds. All right, Fabromano. Well, let's end it with uh, somewhere I know you know where I'm going with, uh, of course. Uh, the very good, the very excellent John Percy from The Telegraph uh, at the back post uh, reporting that uh, Douglas Luiz, uh, the Brazilian midfielder, Obviously, in conversations, apparently there have been some constructive conversations regarding a new contract. There's been interest from clubs across Europe, including the Champions League. But Villa apparently are hopeful that Douglas Luiz is staying. Do you have any more information to support this? Yes, they're trying. This is true. They're trying to, to extend his contract. He was very good in preseason. Steve Gerrard is super happy with him. So it's a player that they want to keep and they are conversating. They're offering him a new deal, but it's not accepted yet because Douglas Lewis, from what I'm told, will wait a bit before signing a new deal with Villa. He wants to understand if he can have some opportunity next summer on a free. So I think it will take some time, but it's true that Villa are trying and pushing. But at the moment, it's still not something agreed. So we have to wait. But I don't see him leaving right now because we had rumors about me but I'm told it's not true. Roma and same, they are going for for Vinaldum. So the situation is pretty quiet. This is why Villa are trying to, uh, to 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 offer him a new deal and to have a good opportunity now with with Douglas, but it's still not agreed. But when Percy says Villa is hopeful, then there is hope. <laughs> correct? That's yes. Uh, I, yes okay. For sure. Oh, okay. Good. 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 Well, uh, speaking of AC Milan, by the way, Carni Chukwemeka, I, I I heard some reports that AC Milan are are leading a sort of race there. There are many clubs, many yeah. clubs, including a Milan, but not just a Milan. English clubs, Spanish clubs with Barcelona interested. So it's still a long race. I think it will take yeah. some time before deciding. So in, in the next days, we will understand his decision. But many, many clubs are approaching the player. They know the price tag, 20 million pounds, almost 20 million pounds. And so we will know more soon, but this is the, the price tag. So I think he's leaving this summer, yes. Carney, I love you, the best of you, but my God, I'm going to miss you when, when, if this happens. All right, Fabrizio Romano. Well, it's been absolutely fantastic to have you. Before we say goodbye, anything that you've been working on that we haven't talked about? Nuno Tavares to Marseille from Arsenal is a done deal. He's signing his contract right now. So on loan till June 2023 with no buy option. And then I mentioned him before, but it's a really important one for Serie A. Charles de Kettler from um, Bruges to AC Milan. They're going to pay 35 million euros, I don't include it. Everything is set to be completed. And so it's a really top signing for, for AC Milan, the player that's really talented. So he can become their next big thing in Serie A. I love it. I love it. Hey, Fab, you know what? I'm in Barcelona and I didn't get the Laporta red carpet. I don't understand. They need, they could use with a Peruvian left-footed player. Why didn't this happen? I'm going to talk to Laporta and see if we can make it up. I don't think that, I don't think they can afford me, Fab. I think that's the problem. <laughs> I probably, probably you're right. <laughs> hey, we have a very nice comment about you, Fab, for a second from Mo. Fabrizio, I appreciate you guys following you all over, man. Keep it up from Freetown, Sierra Leone. What a great comment, Mo. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. I appreciate it. 
I love it. I love it. Fab says thanks. I say thanks. Thank you so much, everybody. At Fabrizio Romano on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Make sure they follow his content on CBS Sports as well. But it's always a pleasure. Fab, thank you so much, brother. Thank you, my friend. See you soon here on Kegolasso. And thank you, as always, for everything to all the guys sending questions. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. Make sure to follow us, Kegolasso Pod, on Twitter, youtube.com forward slash Kegolasso. Help us. We're getting so close to 20,000 subscribers. And don't forget to vote for us in the People's Choice Podcast Awards for Best Pod in the Sports category. Fab Romano, LME, Des Norris, Kegolasso, CBS Sports. We'll see you next time. Have a great weekend, by the way. Till then. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.